This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad in it. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. You are listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages with Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Today is Sunday, November 21st, 2021. This is your hostess, Sister Maria. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. If you're looking for a church home, looking for ministry and growth, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and allow God to be God. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study 7 p.m., and Thursday Acts of the Holy Ghost. Our opening scripture will be read by Brother Don. The next voice you will hear after opening scripture and song will be our pastor and door. Join us in praise and worship as we welcome the word of God. Good morning or good evening, saints and friends. Today's opening scripture will be the 23rd division of the song. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still water. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That, will, that concludes the reading of the 23rd Division of the Psalm. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. Before we go into praise and worship, uh, let's go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Certainly we want to remember their unspoken requests, those that have sent in um, prayer requests through the broadcast uh, that is through connectingtruth.org, our website. Uh, you can visit there and send in prayer requests as well. Certainly we want to uh, pray for those that are sick, those that are shut in, bereaved family, finances, and relationships. And so with that being said, uh, um, let's look unto the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you all for your goodness and grace. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to arrive into your house of prayer once again. Lord God, we thank you for the gathering. We thank you, Lord God, for what you have done, and we thank you for what you will be doing. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would uh, touch those that are sick in their body, those that have made it known 
Lord Jesus, those that have requested prayer, Lord, for reasons and those unknown reasons. Lord God, I ask that you would heal their bodies, whatever medication that they are taking. Lord God, that you would bless that medication to work in that body as it should do. Lord God, we pray against side effects. We pray against, Lord God, additional sickness. Lord Jesus, you are a healer. Lord, and as you healed the young man that had an unclean, deaf spirit, Lord God, you're able to do this, Lord. And we know it, Lord God, we have faith in you. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, because you are mighty, Lord Jesus, and you have done mighty acts, Lord, so that we would know your ability. Father, we pray for that you remember the shut-in, that you would touch them in their situation. Lord God, you know their limitations. You know those that can leave and those that cannot. I ask that you would move by your spirit, Lord. Save, Lord. Lord Jesus, the repentant heart. Save, Lord God. Lord Jesus, those that desire to be in and cannot, Lord, touch them, Lord God. Bless them, Lord God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, the bereaved family, those that have lost loved ones, Lord God, ask that you would comfort their hearts. Lord Jesus, only you can do. Lord Jesus, ask that you would uh, bless those that are with their families. Lord Jesus, uh, say the right things, Lord, or say nothing at all, Lord, but just be there. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would comfort their hearts, Lord. Lord Jesus, and as they uh, grieve in a time of loss, Lord, we know that you understand these things. Lord, bless those that are in finance crunch right now. Lord Jesus, uh, deliver, send your deliverance, Lord God. Lord, and a, a spirit of remembrance of what you have done and what you will do for them, Lord God, as they return and say thank you. Lord Jesus, and we pray and ask that you would send a spirit of confusion among the enemy. Those individuals that are interrupting marriages, individuals that are interrupting families. Lord, I pray that you would send a spirit of confusion in their life, that they are busy and they cannot continue on, Lord, to disrupt relationships. Because you said what you have joined, what has been joined together, that no man put aside. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless the family unit, Lord God. Lord Jesus, in these days and times, Lord, we pray for peace in the home, pray for joy, for unification in Jesus' name. Now, Lord God, as we go further into the service, Lord God, to give you praise and to give you glory. Lord, as your word, bless us to decrease, Lord God, that you may increase in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you, Lord Jesus. At this time, it will be in the hands of our subjects.
mighty God. Come on, let's just think about his goodness for a moment. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just open your mouth up. Can't nobody express a worship, a praise unto our Lord like you can. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord God. Bless your name, Jesus. Can't nobody give it to him like you. Can't nobody express the sentiments of your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You've been good to us. You are a way maker. Oh, Lord God, bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Can't nobody do us like you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, in our good days, our bad days, Lord God. Lord God, you have been good to us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, thank you, Lord God. Bless your name, Savior. Lord, you're worthy of all praise, Lord. Lord, you're worthy of glory and honor, Lord God. Lord Jesus, we're here to bless your name, Savior. We're here, Lord God, to give you honor, Lord Jesus, to show you, to tell you, Lord God, Lord, that we love you. Lord, we appreciate you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord God. Help me with a little bit of this. It's a familiar song to many. I magnify your name 
why my heart is filled with praise. Thank you, Lord. He cared for me and he cared for you. You know, God is awesome. He is so awesome in all of his ways. Everything that he do says awesome. Everything he says says awesome. Everything that, that, that he does not do for us is awesome. You know, we just have a, a hard time when it's something that is something we want. But then God says, no, that's not good for you. you that I'm withholding that from, you know, we, we have children and we'll tell them no sometimes. And they will pout and pounce and, and, and carry on because it's what they want. And after a while, they will it will subside. They'll forget and they'll accept it that I can't have that, you know. But we act like that sometimes too. Can everybody please say amen? amen. <laughs> we act like that too, <laughs> you know. And so we, we know from watching children that even as adults that it's, um, you know, we, we look at them. Matter of fact, you can look at your children sometime and, and when they're doing certain things, you know where it came from. You know it's your DNA. And you know if it's someone else's DNA or if it's the grandparent. You know, you know because you see it in them. And so God wants us to have his DNA. And we are, all of us, are a work in progress. We're a work in progress. Well, we're going to go on into the word of God uh, this morning. Certainly, uh, we have a, a little bit of stuff to do this morning. And so I'd like to direct your attention to the book of Revelation. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing. I'm certainly excited about what he has said. I'm extremely just illuminated by what I've seen. And, uh, 
you know, just how wonderful God is. And so uh, before I go into Revelation, the eighth chapter, beginning at the sixth verse, uh, we, um, our hostess, thank God for her. Uh, she announced this morning that worship will begin at, it begins at 8 a.m. The time is going to change to 9 a.m. instead of 8 a.m. And so uh, she was not aware of that, but um, I, I want to uh, bring that to everyone's attention now. That gives you a little more time. You've been pressing your way to 8 a.m. service, which has very been very appreciative, but uh, we're going to move it up to 9, 9 a.m. And so um, let's continue as we continue to be faithful unto the Lord and to bless his holy name. And that will be at 9 a.m. starting next Sunday. And so uh, Revelation, the eighth chapter, beginning at the sixth verse, it says, and the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. Seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. There are seven angels that have seven trumpets and John saw that once they had been issued those trumpets, they prepared to sound. Now, John had seen quite a bit. And if you've been following along and then, you know, have gone through the archive and listened to the messages from Revelation, uh, you'll understand and know that John has, has seen the uh, same manifestation of the Lord God Almighty. John has been visited by angels giving him messages. John has seen the, the, the situation of the churches uh, and uh, letters that have been sent out to the pastors uh, of those churches to direct them, to instruct them uh, that apostate uh, is not going to work. And you can be, uh, you can be uh, doctrinally sound and still be out the will of God. Uh, he told one church, you left your first love. They were sound. They were sound in teaching. They tested those that was not, uh, said they were apostles and prophets and others and proved them not. But they still, there was something about the intimacy that they had lost with God. Others had allowed false doctrines to come in and they didn't put a stop to it. And so there was uh, churches, seven churches of Asia that, uh, that some were, uh, had letters of accommodation and others had letters of condemnation. Uh, but the, the blessed part is that uh, God gave, as he has given each of us, an opportunity to get it right. We should never overlook an opportunity to get it right. I, I uh, know that from my own experience. And so you should know that, that God gives us grace. He gave Jezebel grace. And if God gave Jezebel grace after being upset with her, how much grace is he giving others that are not the same of the same spirit uh, they may not be in the will of God like you are or doing the things that you're doing, but yet uh, God has given grace and he's given grace to those that you think he hasn't given grace to. And so the Bible tells us that the seven angels 
I have prepared. John is now seeing. He's seen the saints of God under the altar. He saw and understood that the prayers and the incense have gone up as a sweet-smelling Savior unto the Lord. And not only did they go up as a sweet-smelling Savior unto him, but it also stirred something up in him. And so God, uh, the seven, the angels are have broken the seals and action is being taken upon uh, the earth and humanity. All of those that have rejected the call of Christ, all of those that have said, I'll do it tomorrow and tomorrow became too late. Well, uh, now we see that there are seven trumpets that are prepared to be sounded. The first angel sounded and there followed hell and fire mingled with blood and they were cast upon the earth. And the third part of the trees burnt up and all the grass, all the green grass was burnt up. When I read, sometime when I'm reading Revelation, I, I, it reminds me of movies. You know, you're watching a movie and, and you see the meteor that comes down and hits the earth and, and part of humanity is destroyed, but there's another part that seems to survive. And you wonder, at least I do, if someone read their Bible and then made a movie. The Bible says, And the second angel sounded, and as it were a great mountain burning with fire, was cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. And the third part of the ships were destroyed. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell, fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the mist of heaven saying with a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpets of the three angels which are yet to sound. So only four have made a presentation of sound and the others have yet to make their sound. Now, this morning I want to talk about the four distinct sounds that we find uh, regarding the trumpet. And so uh, uh, there are four distinct sounds that I want to touch on. They are very raw and they're loud. The opening scripture of one, one of them. And then there is a sound uh, which is a call to praise. Now, in our day and time, we... We have our alarm clocks going off, your iPad, your iPhone, your Android, or whatever it is, a little vibration on your, your wrist that's attached to your phone, you know, your 
uh, internet of things that that are that are that you have possession of, and uh, it it lets you know what time it is, and it's time for service. Then when we come to service, uh, the service is opened up uh, usually by a call to order. Uh, our call to order is a song, uh, and so once you hear the song uh, being sung, that is letting everyone it is alerting everyone that service is about to start and uh and so then at that point the announcer is in control of the service the one that opens the service up they are in control uh, at that point of the service and we adhere to whatever they're saying all of this was because there was a call to order then there is the shout uh a shout because of the call and the warning, gathering and his wrath, all because and was signified by the sound of the trumpet. Well, the Bible tells us in Psalms 98, uh, one through nine, it says, oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. For he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gotten him the victory the Lord hath made known his salvation his righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen he hath remembered his mercy and his truth toward the house of Israel all the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye earth make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with a heart, and with the heart and with the voice of the song, with the trumpets and sound of cornet. Make a joyful noise before the Lord, the King. Let the sea roar, and fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he cometh to judge the earth. His, with righteousness shall he judge the world and the people with equity. So what the sound of the trumpet is included in the music, the praise that is given unto God. It is part of the worship service. It is part of, and you know, and I was listening and looking at uh, uh, some things on, online. And I want to share a little bit of this to you, with you because many times we hear the ram horn and the ram horn is uh, just used as a sound of warning, which we'll talk about, but it's also used as a musical instrument.
it's used in prayer. It is used in worship. It is used as, as well as uh, not just for the sound of war, not just for the announcement of things, but the Bible tells us also in Joshua, the sixth chapter, and it shall come to pass that when they hear a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down, and the people shall ascend uh, up every man straight before him. And so it, it, it signifies an attack. And so here, when you hear the sound of the horn, On the count of three, everybody to give a hallelujah. One, two, three. Hallelujah! See, on the sound of the of the ram's horn, they would have all acted at that moment based upon what has been assigned to them, what have been told to them by Joshua the leader. Joshua told them, said, when you hear, it shall come to pass that when that when you make a long blast, when a long blast with the ram's horn is made. When you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout uh, with a great shout and the wall of the city shall fall down. Sometimes you need to just give a great shout. Now I know there are times that, that, that uh, tears may flow and you, you may not feel like it. There are times that you may not feel like it. Someone say, you know, I've been in service. They say, come on, run around the church. And I, it's to break that spirit of heaviness. And you don't you be like, oh, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like moving. I, I'm wearing cement shoes. But after a while, your feet get light. And you find that the spirit is broken. And so it is because of, and you begin to shout. You begin to make an audible sound. And so it is because of the sound of the trumpet. Well, pastor, that wasn't a sound. Yes, it was. But when the pastor spoke, when the watchman spoke, that was the sound of the trumpet. And so it said that all the people should shout with a great shout and the wall of the city shall fall down. Whatever the problem is, is going to crumble. Whatever the situation is, is going to be overrun because of the sound of the trumpet and the obedience to shout when you hear the trumpet. Uh, bless you, Lord God. And so uh, we need to understand and hear that there, uh, there was a spiritual act uh, taking place because of the sound of the trumpet and because of the shout that went on at the blast of that sound. The Bible tells us in Ezekiel, Ezekiel the watchman, uh, again the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people. And say unto them, uh, when I bring the sword upon the land, if the people of the land, lay, land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, if he see the sword come upon the land, he shall blow the trumpet and warn the people. 
the Lord instructed the church uh, uh, to be attentive, to pay attention, to show care uh, to what is being said. Don't ignore it. You don't want to ignore the sound of the, the trumpet when it goes off. You don't want to ignore that when it blasts. He says, son of man, let them know that when I uh, allow certain actions, certain events to come up on the land, God allows certain things to occur. Uh, your pastor, your watchman, your overseer, the one selected, the one that is watching uh, for your mind, body, and soul. Hebrews 13 and 17, it, it says uh, that they have root to submit yourselves. It says, for they watch for your soul as they must give an account. So the watchman is responsible. Ezekiel was responsible to give an account to the people. People, listen, the sport is coming to let them know with the blast of the trumpet. And, and so uh, when we see, when we see, and, and we're not just seeing, but we're overseers. And so overseer is someone that stands over and watches out. And, and so we stand over and we watch out. We don't just look at what's in front of us. But we look at the future. We look at what's what's in the horizon, what's down, what's in the distance that you're not looking at. Uh, the Bible tells us in Acts 20 and 28, it warns the overseer or the watchman. It said, take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost have made you overseers to feed the church of God, which have purchased with his own blood. Not taking, not talking about the organizational structure of man, uh, but talking about what God has established. The apostles uh, followed the order that God had given, and, and so uh, as overseers, you know, organizations they'll they'll label somebody as an overseer, uh, but they're still an elder. Uh, even as the apostles even referred to themselves as elders. Uh, because they knew the way and understood what God was saying. And so as we watch for the souls of men, uh, as we watch out for what God is doing, you know, the songwriter said, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, uh, the watchman should be watching out, wanting to know and understand what's going on in this season. What am I to tell the people of God? What am I to tell those that are in my presence, those that are listening, those that are, are seeking you, Lord? What am I to tell them? Uh, that's a legitimate question for every leader to be asked is to spend time in God's presence and want to know what's next. Want to know what is it? Even if God is just going to say, stand still, tell the people to be still, tell them not to do anything. Just stand still and, and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still and know that I'm God. Just don't do anything. I've got this. Uh, just let them know that, uh, that my God. But you won't get that if you're not seeking God. If, if the leader is not asking while he is looking, the Bible said that while he is looking, it's important to know uh, as leaders, watch me, uh, while he is looking. So there is a consistency. Uh, it, didn't say, it didn't say why he peeped. It didn't say why he took a glance. But while he is looking, and while he is looking that he blows the trumpet. Y'all not with me this morning. While he is with me, while he is blowing why he is watching, why he is paying attention to what's going on, uh, that, the, the, that he should sound the trumpet and warn the people. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 58 and 1, it says, cry loud, 
and spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sin. Then there is the sound of another trumpet. The saints, obedient, are waiting for this sound. It's a distinct sound. It's a particular sound. It's a sound like no other. You'll sit here in a service and be out of tune with what the sound is. Uh, the word of God could be going on and there's a voice within the voice and you're not hearing it because you're looking at the man. You're not hearing it because you're looking at that woman. You're not hearing it because you're paying attention to other things. And all of a sudden, the sound occurs and you didn't hear it. You didn't hear it because your natural ears was tuned in instead of spiritual ears. That's why it's important when you're in the service to be praying. That's why it's important that when you're in the service to be focused on the Lord. Because there's another sound that's going out. Uh, just like in a natural instrument, there are notes. There are notes, and then there are hidden notes. Uh, you know, I was going through some bass licks, and, 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 you know, and there were certain distinct sounds, and then there were other sounds that you didn't catch immediately. You heard it, but you didn't know what had just occurred until you went back over it very slowly. And so it's the same with God. You got to pay attention for the voice within the voice. You got to pay attention to what's going on and what's being said. And so the Bible said there was a sound, another sound, a trumpet that the saints, those that are obedient, are waiting for. It is the completion of the sound that the watchmen started making uh, on every Bible class night. The sound that the watchmen was making on Sunday morning. The sound of the watchmen uh, that was given out on every opportunity. The sound says, get ready. It says, be prepared like the angels that prepared themselves to sound. Uh, this sound we need to get prepared for. And so uh, uh, there's a sound that's going to occur. The Bible said that those that those, those, those virgins was waiting. They were waiting for a sound. They were waiting for the, uh, the announcer to come and make the sound that the bridegroom was coming. And uh, five of them was ready. Uh, when they heard the sound, they had prepared themselves properly. And then there was five that had uh, not, they were unprepared. And they began to ask the others, beg and to squander and, and try to find, uh, can you share some of what you have? Well, this is not shareable. I can't share with you what I have. You got to get it for yourself. You got to spend some time on the altar. You have to spend some time in, with some fasting. You got to spend some time in uh, reading the word of God. Uh, you're going to have to spend some time uh, consecrating yourself, being focused on what God has to say. You got to spend some time uh, because this is about your soul. Uh, this is more serious than anything else uh, that you can think of in your mind. Having your soul prepared so that when the sound is made, that you hear the sound. Uh, they, the bridegroom came and they were unprepared. The Bible tells us in Joel, the, the second chapter, the first verse. It says, blow ye the trumpet of Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. That's what we're doing this morning. I'm blowing the trumpet, making a sound in this holy mountain. It said, let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh and at hand. If it was close then, how much closer is it today? Somebody said, well, I, I, they've been saying that for years. Well, thank God. Uh, that has been going on for years.
Because if he would have came in the 1970s, would I have been ready? Would you have been ready? If he would have came in the 80s, would you have been ready? What about the 90s and 2000? Would you have been ready? If he would have came yesterday, would you have been ready? Thank God that he delayed because he don't want to see you perish. Thank God that he delayed giving the order to blast off with the trumpet, uh, the, uh, the final trumpet, uh, so that you can get your act together. Uh, with the help of God, none of us can get together. And without God's help, we can do a little bit. We can stop drinking. Uh-huh. Uh, you can stop drinking. You can sanctify yourself. Uh, you can stop smoking weed. Uh, you can stop uh, getting high on whatever your pleasure is. And, and yeah, you can do that. You can work at stop smoking cigarettes. You can work at stop fornicating. You can work at stop being a, a hoish, uh, whether male or female. You can stop doing those things. You can stop cussing. You can stop being belligerent. You can stop doing those things that, that you know would offend your neighbor because we love our neighbors as we love ourselves. You can stop doing those things that you know would offend God that don't become holiness because God said, be ye holy for I am holy. And so we can stop doing those things. Uh-huh. But then God comes in. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus, because we have sanctified ourselves because we became a, a, a vessel of honor. And God honors us by pouring his spirit in. God honors us. Oh, yes, he does. Uh, by saving our soul. He honors us by saying, I see what you did. Like he told Cornelius, he said, your prayers, my God, have gone up. Cornelius being a Gentile, uh, the Bible said his prayers had gone up and had became a memorial uh, in the presence of God. God remembered this man. And when he sent the apostle Peter down this house, and all those that was gathered together, that as they listened, they listened. They were sanctified. Oh, Pastor, where'd you get that from? Listen, they was right and ready. Let me put it that way. They were right and ready because when the word of God went forth, that the Holy Ghost fell upon them. That meant that that temple had been cleansed out. That meant that their hearts had been purged. That meant that they had been sitting there waiting and seeking God. Before he even arrived, before Peter, even they were already assembled together and waiting. Mighty God. They were already had their minds made up. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Oh, the man of God is coming and he's going to present whatever God has given unto him. I have a sure word of confidence that God, because God told Cornelius what to do and that he was going to send his servant. Bless you, Lord. Don't you know they prepared themselves? Hallelujah. Don't you know that they prepared themselves to receive what God had? We have to prepare ourselves. Bless your Lord. Be prepared. Not found getting ready, but be ready. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God. When they got to the house, the folks were ready. To receive what God had. They had sanctified themselves. Can't you see it in their mind? They had prepared. Oh no. I, I'm going to make sure that I don't have to. When, when the preacher come. I, I'm going to make sure that I, I don't have to. Uh, I'm going to make sure that there's nothing. Uh, matter of fact I'm going to sit over here. I want a good view. I want a good earshot. Of what I'm going to be right there. Because I need to get what God has for me. And it fell upon the whole house. The whole house, everybody that was in the house 
received the word of God, and then was baptized. Listen, the Bible says in Matthews, don't know if I'm going to get through all of this, but the Bible says in Matthews, the 24th chapter, it says he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He shall gather together his elect from the four winds uh, from one end of heaven to the other. This is sometimes called a, 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 a celestial a trumpet. It will be a very distinct sound. So everyone will not hear it when it goes off. Uh, it's going to be such a sound uh, that it uh, reminds me of that of little tool that they use to that have such a high pitch that only certain animals can hear. Well, this will be at such a pitch that only the dead in Christ are going to hear it. Only us that are remain alive that are in Christ is going to hear it. The Bible says then two shall be in the field. Uh, two is going to be on a job uh, and one is going to hear the sound uh, and the other one is not going to hear it. It says then two women shall be grinding at the mill. One shall be taken. Can't you see yourself in the grocery store shopping around getting uh, whatever you're going to buy and you may be engaged somebody in conversation and then there's a sound that only you heard and they look around and you're gone. Two shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other one left. It says, watch therefore. The Bible tells us and gives simple instructions. It tells each one of us to keep an open eye, to keep an open mind, to be visual, to watch therefore. For ye know not what hour your Lord cometh. We don't know the day or the time that the Lord shall come. But one thing that we do know is that the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with him. I don't have time and you don't have time to take time out to tiptoe through the two lips. Take time out to play hopscotch with God. To take time out and to fiddle fat. To take time out and play loosey-goosey. To take time out and do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. But we need to make sure that our anchor holds in God. A universal call began to go out and God gave instruction. And this instruction had been carried on from overseer to overseer, from preacher to preacher. It fills the atmosphere. It's leading us to a final call, a final blast. The Bible tells us that this blast is going to go on. And when it occurs, that something major is going to happen. Uh, something magnificent is going to happen. It says that the word is going to go out and uh, those that are alive are going to be caught up. He said that for this, uh, the word uh, and which are alive and remain at the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them that are asleep. For the Lord is going to descend 
and the Lord is going to make a sound. The Lord is going to do something that no one else has done before. The Lord is going to do it and it's going to be a distinct moment in the history of humanity, bringing us to a climax of everything. We have gathered to praise. The watchmen have sounded and have done his job. The Lord will sound and the saints will be caught up and the seven angels which have the seven trumpets are prepared to sound. That's what John is seeing. Uh, angel, the first angel will sound and the Bible said hell, fire, mingled with blood is gonna be cast upon the earth and a third part of the vegetation destroyed. Then a second angel, oh my God, do you wanna see your sons and daughters left here? Do you wanna see your loved ones left here? Uh, that's why you ought to compel them to get saved, compel them to seek the Lord, compel them to look around and see the signs of the time. The second angel is gonna sound and a great mountain burning with fire was gonna be cast into the sea. A third part of the sea is gonna become blood, killing the life of the sea and destroying the ships. They got a bottleneck going on at the, at the San Pedro port right now and not enough workers and ships can get in to drop off the products. Well, that is nothing compared to the sea turning into blood and the ships uh, being destroyed and all them that are on it. Then the angel, the third angel is gonna sound and a great star from heaven burning is gonna contaminate the water and those that drink it is going to uh, then uh, fall dead. Uh, listen here. And then the angel is going to sound the fourth angel. And the Bible said the sun and the moon and the stars are going to be afflicted. They're not going to give out their life. When you drive through uh, the city going uh, east and you drive through Arizona, you see the beautiful starlights, but they're not going to shine like they did when you saw them. It's going to be a different impact. Listen, I was laying in bed and I was listening to the word of God. And I began to think about what Revelation was saying. I mean, it's horrifying to be left behind. It's horrifying to not give thought to what God is saying. He's warning, and he has been warning humanity that the day is going to come. And when it happens, will you be ready? Now John in, his first, in the first chapter said, blessed is he that readeth and that hear the words and keep the testimony. Keep. That's the only way to avoid what's going to happen. It's to hear, when I hear the blast of the trumpet, the preacher is, is saying, pray, give God praise. Come on, let's praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. When we hear the sound of the trumpet, when we hear, you got the, you can, Take the city, have the victory. That's the sound of the trumpet. Yeah, it's not the rams one that we heard earlier, but it's still the trump of God. Lift your voice like a trumpet. That's what I'm doing. I'm lifting my voice like a trumpet and saying, have the victory in Christ. Hey, glory. Bless your Lord Jesus. Have the victory. Have the victory. Have the victory. Bless your Lord God. Thank you, Lord. He said when the sound of the trumpet goes forth, when you hear the blast, it's said to run every man straightway. Visualize that in your mind. 
Run straight toward it. Don't run off to the left. I'm going to dodge that. No, this ain't football. We ain't trying to break nobody's ankles here. Run straight forward into the battle and have the victory. Because God has already gone before you. God has already did, <laughs> thank you, Jesus, what needed to be done. He already, the fear of the enemy, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Stand up. You having a problem? Stand up right now. Bless you, Jesus. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Your problem, see, you, you need to know when to move when the spirit of God is saying move. Because the problem could be that little, but remember, it can grow that big. And it can already be that big. But we're talking about having the victory right now. Bless your Lord. God already in the camp of when they went up against the city of Jericho, thank you, Lord. When he went up against the city of Jericho, now I need you to get this. I need you to get this. When he went up against the city of Jericho, the children of Israel marched around Jericho. They didn't say a word. And some of them may not have understood why, why they were not and what was going on, but they were obedient. They followed what, Jer what, what Joshua said. Well, the people inside the city Neither did they understand what was happening at that moment. They just saw the children of Israel marching around their city. They didn't get it. They couldn't have understand it. <laughs> Woo! They couldn't have gotten it because the carnal mind cannot receive the things of the spirit. Now, there was a woman in Jericho that feared God. She did get it. God opened her understanding. God blessed her. She's the one that hid the thieves, excuse me, hid the spies, and then lured them out through the wood. Listen, the people of Jericho, that when they heard, now they're already baffled by what's happening. They already baffled by what's going on. And so when the people of Jericho heard the blast, on the count of three, when they heard the blast, one, when the people of Jericho looking out through their windows, looking out over the wall, two, when they stood by, not knowing what to do, three, Hallelujah. when they heard the blast, the wall, next thing they knew, the walls were crumbling. Next thing they knew, everything was falling down. Next thing they knew, do they felt helpless. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your Lord God. They didn't know what to do this. It fell down. Your shout, your praise causes that contention causes that situation to buckle. It brings it into subjection to the word of God. 
Bless you, Lord. It crumbles, it breaks it down. Thank you, Lord. Fear. The fear. The fear. See, right now, God is sending. Uh huh. Right now, God is sending fear into the heart of your enemy concerning you. God is sending the word right now concerning you. God is sending right now. They don't have a wall to stand on. They don't have a window to look out of. They don't have a bucket to stand on because God has caused it all to come down. And now there's nothing but fear in their heart. It's not the fear of you. It's not the fear of you. They don't need to fear you. They need to fear the God you serve. Ah, glory. Bless your Lord. They need to fear the God you serve so that he gets the glory. So as you go straight forward, you're going straight forward. You're going right into that situation. You are not going to the right. You're not going to the left because God said when you hear the sound, the sound has already been made. Go straight forward. Not going back. I'm not going Straight forward, because the fear of the Lord has already gone before you. The power of God has already been demonstrated before you moved. Bless your Lord Jesus, mighty God. I'm going to stop with that, because we're not going to be here when the, we'll continue on with the trumpets. Bless your Lord. We want you to hold on to that, what has been said regarding the sound of the trumpet. The trumpeteers that sounded that John saw, and there's three more to yet be sounded. And they come with woes. But because of the obedience, because of you seeking God, that's not something for you. God has given you a visual of what is going to happen. Giving you a visual of what is going to occur. Not that you're participating of it. No, 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 no. We're not participants of that. We're not participants of that. Uh-uh. No, no. Because we, we have, what is it? We have sown in righteousness so that we can reap mercy. Uh-huh. See, the, the righteousness causes us to Reap mercy. See, I, I, I love you. See, so you you reaping what you sow. <laughs> you know, so many times that, that is used to say, oh, you know, use it a negative way. But but no, no, it, it's positive because when you do what is right, then you reap mercy. So so see, that's positive. Listen, what we're going on, we, we, we have a little more. We have a little more to go. Bless you, Jesus. If you've not been saved, if you're not ready for the trumpet to sound and be caught up, the Bible says this. You, you want to be ready. It says we, 
You know, we, we're, we're so thirsty for so many other things. We're hunger and thirst. But God says, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you'll be filled. I heard the psalmist say, as the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee. Oh God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Matthews 11, 28, 29 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your soul. If you're tired, if you're hungry, if you're thirsty this morning, I want to encourage you to come. You know, as I said earlier, our worship service is the hours move from 8 to 9 a.m. And if you're not in Southern California, nearby the Pomona area, go to a church of truth and power near you. Mm -hmm. I want to take this time to provide a, a, a maybe I should, you know, I'm going to table this to, um, to explain the necessity and the reason of baptism to Thursday night during that portion of Acts of the Holy Ghost. Um, and so please tune in on that day, Thursday, regarding baptism, the Acts of the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so at this time, we're going to move forward and into our anointing and communion uh, part of the service. I'm going to read some scriptures here. They're not the traditional scriptures that are read during the time of communion, which is from the book of Corinthians. But I want to read this because we're talking about anointing, talking about the anointing of you. This is different from the anointing. Now, some of you have anointing oil at home and you may anoint yourself, but this is a different anointing. Uh, there was a day and time that that farmers back then they would bring uh, the animals would be even anointed. They anointed their homes. They anointing uh, the oil to represent the presence of God to bring about goodness, the goodness of God in their life, on their land, and their loved ones. And that has not changed. You should be anointed. Kings were anointed. But let me go, let me go on into reading the scripture. Is any among you afflicted? The anointing is for affliction. Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. See, that's a lot of authority. That's a lot of power. And it's not to be abused by anyone. God forbid. It is the favor of God to stand in any position and operate. 
And when God anoints and he appoints, it's not something to brag about. It's something to be humble about. Because if it wasn't for the goodness of God, some of us would not be doing anything. I just say none of us would because it's a gift of God. It's God. It is of the Lord. And so the Bible said if, that God would raise up those that are sick. It said that he would, if sin is committed, they would be forgiven. It's to the church. It said confess your faults one to another. There should be mature conversations among God's people. Pray for one another that ye be healed. It says the effectual fair fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. Eliza was a man subject to like passion as we are. And by the space of three years and six months, he prayed again. He, the rain was held up because Eliza had said that it would not rain. And then the rain was released. He prayed again and the heavens gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit. The anointing oil is used to consecrate the service unto the Lord. Leviticus 8 and 12 says, Then he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to consecrate him. So in the anointing this morning, you're being consecrated unto the Lord. I know you're consecrated, you're dedicated already. This is a consecration that is being administered by the order of the Lord this morning for a particular purpose, for a reason that God has given it. As we move forward in time, you're going to need this. You're going to need this. This is not just a come on, get prayer, no, this is a consecrated moment unto the Lord. We're to entreat him. First Samuel 16 and 13 says, Then Samuel took the horn of the oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. And Samuel arose and went to reign. From that day that the spirit, that the anointing was placed upon David, the spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily. Now let me, my, I was taught well a long time ago, God does not make us do anything. It says he that is willing. Willingness, our will have to become his will. And so willingness David was anointed and the spirit of the God of God moved upon him mightily from that day forth. I'm looking for the spirit of God to move mightily in your life from this moment forth. That's what this is about. As you yield yourself. Remember the scripture said that David was obedient unto the Lord and all that he did. Everything didn't go smoothly for him. People wanted to kill David, his own folks. 
they came home and the, the families and the loved ones had been taken by the enemy and they, they had just finished fighting and they were sorrowful. They were overwhelmed. There's some things that overwhelm us. And we're not to make light of anything that overwhelms a person. You're not that person. You're not that individual. They feel overwhelmed by it. Don't make fun of that. Don't make light of it. Pray for that. Pray for that situation. Pray for them. Pray with them. David was about to be stoned. David had to run. The Bible said that he encouraged himself because there was no one else to encourage him. They were so distraught. But he was still anointed by God. He was still anointed and the power of God was still at work in his life. Listen, you need to be calling up on the Lord during this time. You should already be calling upon him. Pressing past the flesh and allow the Holy Ghost to take over. The anointing, to be anointed is one thing, but let me tell you something about when David anointed, when, when Samuel anointed David. He had the ram's horn, and the ram's horn had wax on it. And the pouring of the oil, when he stood over Jesse's sons to pour, the oil did not move. The oil did not pour. But when David, whom God had ordained, whom God was going to use came, the wax on the horn melted. There was no fire put under it for it to melt. How did that wax melt? Except by the power of God, because it was determined by the power, by God himself, that he would be the one that he would move upon mightily. You want the wax to melt. Whatever is holding the anointing, whatever limits you, you want that wax to melt so that the anointing flows in your praise, in your worship, in your prayer, in your personal devotion, you're melting the wax. You're melting the wax so that the anointing flows. At this time, I'm going to, we're going to go through this part of the service. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Our, our audience and those that are not present can listen and worship God.
that God has given each of us. He's already gone ahead of us. Bless you, Jesus. He's already gone ahead of us. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Look forward to seeing you in service with us. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord. Certainly we thank God for uh, my heart is just overwhelmed. Remember the songs and instrumentals featured are the property of the songsters and the artists and the producers. And until then, be blessed. Rest in the Lord. Oh my God, I, I, there's so much more I would like to say, but We'll be back on Tuesday night. The Lord say the same in the book of Daniel. Grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide his book now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen.